Hello, everybody. Welcome to Weekly Trash, the safe place to cleanse your mind, body, and soul of all that trash you consume this week so you can consume some more tomorrow. I'm your host, Josie Van Dyke, and today we have the creator of Momhood, Tia Boyd, everybody. Hello, hello. Welcome to Weekly Trash. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for flying out here. How totally was, did you fly it. or did you drive? We flew. I, I was thinking of driving, but then I brought Diggs with me. I'm like, I am not making that drive with him. So we flew. So solo. Your husband's back at home. Yep. And because you're from Arizona, for those who don't yes. know, are you born and raised there? No, I was born and raised in Alberta, Canada. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're Canadian. I, mm, Canadian through and through. When did you move to the States? My junior year of high school. We oh, moved wow. To Arizona. So like you're really Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, what brought you to the States? We had a vacation rental in Arizona that we would come to all the time to just get away from the cold. And one day my parents are like, why don't we just live there? Like we love yeah. the heat so much better than nine months of winter. And so, and so here we you literally are. just packed up and moved. So are you a citizen? A US Not citizen? yet. I have to wait. I think it's five to 10 years until I can like get my citizenship. Do you not get citizenship when you marry? So I get my green card. I got my green card actually the morning we got married, like before we even got married, I got it. And then I just have to wait however many years to apply for my citizenship. What's different between Canada and the US? Honestly, like not a lot from where I lived. I lived right on the border of Montana. And so we were just always in the States and there's honestly not that big of a difference. I ended up serving my mission back in Canada no on the East Coast. And that's like... Were you kind of bummed when you opened the call and it said Canada? Yes, I was. You're like, uh, I, lived, I lived there. Yes, <laughs> like it was the opposite. Like I just moved to the US. Yes. Give me something else. Opposite side of the country, but still just like... Yeah. I would have rather gone like sta- somewhere in the States just because I'm like not from here. Yeah. Just gone to a different state. But it was fun. It was just freaking cold yeah how did you ever live by i guess probably not live by did you ever go to banff yeah so the Banff. actually no no i haven't been to banff but it's like two hours from me it's on my bucket list it's so pretty i had a friend that served her mission over there yeah it's literally beautiful gorgeous love okay so you obviously grew up lds Mm -hmm. You're a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, so we got that out of the way. Yeah, because that's always <laughs> right a off question the bat. that people need to know yep. here on Weekly Trash. Your religion status. Yep. <laughs> um, but what was your family like? What's the ages of siblings, so, parents, divorce, married? I'm the oldest of four. Okay. And then it's my brother who he's serving a mission in Utah right now. And then and he's coming home. Yes. And he's in Utah. Yep. He's you guys serving. get really boring calls. I know. <laughs> Except he, his top two calls he wanted was either Texas or Utah. So he was like, really? He yeah. just wanted it easy. Just, yeah. Gotcha. So he's loved it. Um, and then my sister's going to be a junior. And then my little brother, he's actually adopted from Africa and he's 12. And what, how old was he when he was adopted? He was two. We picked him up when he was like just barely turning two. Okay. So you've had him literally his his whole whole life life. yeah very cool very Mm -hmm. cool so what was your upbringing like were you the troubled older sister or were you the goody goody two-shoe mama head (laughs) definitely mama head goody goody two-shoe um still that I'm still like just a mom to my siblings they probably hate it it wasn't until I moved to Arizona and started dating my husband that I'm like oh I am really goody goody two shoe really? and then that just kind of yeah so opened you, my you eyes met your husband in high school yes i met him so i moved to arizona 
August going into my junior year. So just right as school was starting and I started to be the student athletic trainer for our school and he was on the football team. And so I was always with the football team and that's how we met and like instantly started dating. And his name is Bajan. Yes. Bajan. Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. You got it right. <laughs> okay. And he's stunning. You're, You're so stunning. nice. <laughs> Your baby's stunning. Thank you. But you guys had kind of a wild relationship. Yes. I've seen you kind of talk about it on TikTok where you broke up, got back together, broke up, then got engaged. Mm-hmm. So what was the reasoning for that? So, I mean, just high school relationship. It was so fun. Junior year, it was literally like the best time of our entire lives. If I could go back to a year of like our relationship, it would be junior year when we first started dating. Just so fun no responsibilities yeah literally yeah. not preparing to graduate not applying for colleges nothing like yeah. just so fun and then senior year got a lot more serious I played basketball he played football and we were both chasing scholarships and I ended up getting a scholarship to go play at snow in Ephraim oh yeah and he ended up getting one too to go play at snow oh and so it would just like worked out perfectly we were so excited and then I don't even know why I just was like you know what I don't think we should date anymore and I seriously have no idea why I like was feeling that do you feel like it was kind of the we need to date around before we settle down because we're so young 1000 percent because we we had been dating for two years straight I he was the only guy I'd ever dated in Arizona like I moved there we started dating and I I don't regret it but It was just like time for me to be like, okay, we need a break of some sort. But that ended up being like a full on breakup. We were done. And how long were you done for? So instead of going to college and playing basketball, I went on a mission Mission. and he wasn't a member. Gotcha. So he would always come to church with us, but he was never a member. And so he went and played football and I left on my mission and we didn't talk for two years straight just nothing cold turkey and then you get back and it was right during covid and the black lives matter movement and i had just heard that his granddad who had like raised him had passed away and so i felt like i just needed to reach out to him just as a friend yeah for those who don't know he's black yeah that's why you brought the black Lives yeah. Matter. Yeah. yeah 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 and so i just reached out to him like hey just know like i'm in your corner if you ever need anything and We ended up just meeting up and he was still at snow at that time. And so we were just like hanging out that summer, went to college, hanging out strictly as friends. I was like dating around and he just kept asking me, he's like, why don't we just start dating? I'm like, no, why don't we just try dating? Like, no, for like two months, he was just like, let's just start dating. Like we're hanging out every day. We're pretty much. And I'm like, no, I just kept telling him no, 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 no. And then finally he was like, sorry, back track a little bit while I was on my mission he ended up getting baptized oh and so what made him want to do that um he kind of always wanted to but his mom just wanted him and his brother who's a year older than him to wait until they were 18 just to to make that decision yeah Yeah, I respect for themselves and she is so extremely supportive strong Christian just like loves the church um and so he just waited until he was 18 and then got baptized and so while he's like asking me like just like let's just try dating blah blah blah. he's like will you just pray about it and I was like what who are you (laughs) and so I'm like okay I'll pray about it whatever and so then I was like all right I'm not getting any bad vibes like we can try dating and see where it goes well then it's like 
I was like, I want to get married. And then it was, so we started dating in September, engaged December, married in April. So it was, was, yeah, it was pretty quick. And that was in 2021 that you got married? Yes. 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 2021 we were married. Yeah. And how old are you? I'm 23. Okay. I was going to say, okay, you're kind of a baby. Yeah. I'm a little baby. Not really. Like I'm only 27 (laughs) and I like act like I'm so But you don't seem like you're 27 Yeah. I feel like I'm 55. (laughs) No, actually, no, truthfully, I feel like I'm 38 years old. Why? In a 27 year old body. Just because everyone I like surround myself with that's in the same phase of life is in their 30s. And I just feel old like I'm on my really? third kid like we were very settled in our life and like our home and I'm just like I'm old how old were you when you had your first I was 22 okay but technically I was 21 because Bentley's birthday is the day before mine so Aww. she was born I was 21 but then the next and day you're 22. 22 yeah so I just say 22 mm-hmm. but I got married at 20 so like I I feel like an old lady yeah so you're really, you're really not that old compared to me but I just feel so old um, okay, so let's talk about interracial relationships mm-hmm. because I love them as everyone else should. Yep. <laughs> um, but what differences do you feel like you guys experience being an interracial couple compared to like me and my mm-hmm. husband? Yeah, honestly, I feel like it's a little different for me just because I grew up with my little brother who is black yeah. and it's just been normal to me. I don't see like, I don't know. It's just so normal. And Bajan and I have never had any like conflict around us being an interracial couple until we had our son. Really? And we had digs and I'm like very open on social media. I just yeah. literally post yeah, you, everything. I remember I don't you care. posted saying after you had him, like it was really hard. Yeah. And so I was just posting digs and then all of a sudden just started getting so many brutal comments. No way, like just, racist comments. Yeah, just completely racist comments about having a interracial baby and having like- No way. Um, just people were saying that we were fetishi- fetishizing. Is that how you say it? Uh-huh. Fetishizing. I don't know how, exactly how to say it, but fetishizing- Fetishing, fetishizing, yeah. Our child. That okay. They were saying we were just like doing it for clout, which was- ridiculous like they were saying we were having a child for clout like it was just like so uncalled for and then um it was just really bad there was probably a like a solid week where it was just like the most brutal comments that I I couldn't take it anymore I logged off of all social media gave Bajan all my passwords to everything and I just told him when I feel okay coming back on social media, I need you monitoring all comments, all DMs and everything. And so I just couldn't deal with like hearing people talking about like our yeah, baby like that. Being so ignorant yeah. and racist. Yeah. And it's hard too because I mean, I'm not black, so I don't experience any of those kind of comments. So it's hard for me to sometimes believe that people like that exist because I'm yeah. like, how could someone say that or do that or feel that way and I think it just mostly caught me off guard because same I'm not black and so I've never experienced that and so Bajan took it a lot better than I did because I feel like he's like which is so sad I know right he's like used to that yeah and so he's just like been a saint just like making sure any like hate comments or anything like I've never seen them he just like that's his thing just like protects me and Diggy and so um but one thing that as we were going through that, Bajan and I started like being more 
open about it, talking to people about it. And I had a DM one time and it was from a girl in high school and she's just like, I'm so excited to raise my kids and help them to not see color. And it kind of like took us, I took a step back and like, that's actually not how we should be seeing it. Yeah. We need to be seeing color. We need to be celebrating our differences and we shouldn't just be putting everyone on the same playing field. Like we're box. all the same. Yeah. We should be like seeing that we are different and teaching our kids that it's completely okay to be different and we need to celebrate each other. I love so that. that was just like something that I took away from all of like, the havoc that was happening is just like, no, it's not teaching our kids that there shouldn't be color, that we shouldn't see color. It's showing them that there is color and yeah. we need to celebrate they each are other. Different. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's so. so important. Yeah. And I feel like you do a good job of that. And thank you. <laughs> you guys are so cute. Um, you've talked a lot about your postpartum depression and your PTSD from your labor. Mm -hmm. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, we definitely can. Okay. So first, was your pregnancy planned? Was that what you guys wanted? Yeah. So we had only been married, let's see, April, like four or five months. And then we got pregnant. And I have just always wanted just a family. Like yeah. I've just always wanted to be a mom. And so it was very me just pushing Bajan, like, let's just like try. Like we don't even know if we're going to have like yeah. problems getting pregnant. And um so we tried and it was just the first time and so that's always so crazy to me yeah and so then we just took it from there and you're like let's do this yeah we were living in utah at the time and so we moved back to arizona because we wanted to be with family. family yeah and you did unmedicated mm -hmm. were you in a bathtub or did, am i making that up no i was i labored in the bathtub and okay. then got out gotcha. while i was pushing okay and what made you want to go unmedicated? Um, we had some friends that also went unmedicated and just hearing their stories, how they liked it, why they didn't go to a hospital. We just kind of wanted to go that route as well. So you didn't go to a hospital? No, we did it at a birthing center. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. And tell us about that experience. Oh, it was insane. <laughs> did you go into labor? I'm, I'm assuming you went into labor naturally if it was like an yeah. unmedicated labor. I'll just like trigger warning for anyone that is doing natural and you don't want to hear like the not so happiest the horror story yeah it's of. like not horror but it's like it's real yeah um so i don't recommend this but i took castor oil oh and okay i was just so done being pregnant how far along were you? i was only 39 weeks so yeah. i wasn't even like over or Did anything they not strip your membranes or anything nothing okay and so i literally just took the castor oil and it put me into labor and so like you just drank it yes yeah i just drank it and it's Ugh. literally like oil and no, it that's disgusting. disgusting and you have to drink a lot like it comes in a little bottle and you have to at least drink uh, half of it for it to work what woman is laughing in her grave right now being like you stupid idiots are believing my little white lie that literally I told you. right because there's no way this actually works okay but it, but it did. did it literally did i took it and then we went for a walk to my parents house which was like a mile away and then that night at 2 a.m i started having contractions and so yeah, because you poisoned yourself literally actually <laughs> like I do not recommend yeah. whatsoever but yeah so started having contractions um I was just chilling watching Netflix my husband was sleeping he had to get up at like five four or five to go to work so he got up I was like I'm good just like chilling take me to my parents 
And then it hits 7 a.m. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not good. Like this is like this are, getting real. real. Yeah. And so um, I started crying. I'm like, I just need Bajan. And so my dad called Bajan. He came back and we called my midwife. And she's like, okay, well, we open at eight, come in and we'll like check you out. So Bajan's like, well, do we take our bags? Like, I don't even know like if this is real or if they're just yeah. going to, because we've heard so many stories of like going and checking and then sending them back home. Right. So we're like, do we even take our bags? Luckily we did because they checked me and um, they had a student midwife with her and she's like, can Nicole check you too? I'm like, yeah, that's fine. And she looks at Nicole and she's like, all I'm going to say is thin. And so I'm like, I don't even know what that means. Yeah. And so she checks me and she's like, oh my gosh, I was six centimeters dilated and a hundred percent effaced. So it was just like clock was ticking. Nothing. Yeah. Was, yeah. So we got in the shower. Bajan like just did the shower head on my back. I was on a yoga ball and did you take classes to prep for this? Mm, no, no. Just, you just were like, read my body's meant to do this. And that's the thing. Your body is meant to do yeah. it unmedicated. So like, it, everyone can do it no it just for sure it's really freaking hard <laughs> yeah it's not enjoyable yeah um it's intense the contractions weren't terrible i like got through the contractions pretty good i just w- needed some counter pressure massaging my back it was the pushing that was literally the most terrifying thing in my life i was in the shower for a bit then had them fill up the tub i got in the tub i had Bajan get behind me just to have that support yeah and I was able to relax enough that it was like just put me in transition and feeling that like pressure so much down there scared the crap out of me and I was just in panic mode because I I was going through the contractions so smoothly that I was like not prepared for it to actually be that intense yeah so we got on the bed and it was like just hell from there really how long did you push for um, I think well, it was over an hour. He digs would like come to like the ring of fire yeah. right before coming out and then would just go back in, go to the ring of fire, go back in, go to the ring of fire, go back in for literally 45 minutes. And I was just screaming, I'm going to die. Just like there was one point. This is so weird where I could literally I was like in the corner of the room watching me. It was literally out of body experience. I was not there and it was terrible. He was born and I was shaking. I'm like, please just, is he okay? Is he okay? And I I just kept telling them I'm not okay. Like I, I think I thought I was going to die. Yeah. Like I just, you don't, you don't, you can't prepare for that pain. No, but you didn't feel like the minute he came out, like that pain was gone. Mm-mm. And I have heard so many Because that's how I was. Yeah, yeah. You were like, this is like the like, best. Yeah, the and second they came out, like that, all the pain I was experiencing was just gone. gone. But you didn't feel that. No. And then I had to deliver the placenta and it was just like that even hurt so much worse. And I didn't tear, but. Well, that's good. I, Yeah, it was just terrible. <laughs> so that gave you a lot of. PTSD. PTSD. Yeah. So it was like that week after um, he was born, I would just like get major flashbacks and just break down and just bawl. And that continued for months and months of just like having the flashbacks. I couldn't look at any pictures of his birth. I couldn't watch any videos because it would just put me into like an insane anxiety attack. Just so much trauma. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> so did you end up going on medication? Did you do mm-hmm. so medication, I, therapy? Kind of everything. I went on medication that I'm still on. I don't even know if it's doing anything at this point. It's such a low dose and I just need more. But it's sertraline. I think oh, that's, that's what, what it's called. Sertraline. And I just need more, honestly. Yeah, it's Zoloft, basically, yes. for those who don't know. And so I depression. ended up going to therapy where they did EMDR. Do you know what that is? I hear it all the time, but I'm mm. not exactly confident on what it is. So it's a type of therapy that kind of rewires your brain to view an experience in a different light. Don't you hold yeah. like shocker things yeah, in your so hands? Yeah, so you hold things that buzz in your hand. Your therapist will like tap your knees sometimes as they're bringing you through this experience. Five, four or five months ago, I would not be able to sit with you right now and tell you that my birth experience. But after the EMDR, like I can do this and be like, okay. Um, She just helped me completely look at it in a different light. Like before it was, I can't do this. I'm scared. I'm going to die. Like every time I thought about the birth. But now it's like, no, I'm meant for this. I'm strong i can do this this is positive experience this is beautiful empowering yes it's empowering and so that's how i like remember it whereas before it was like the most terrifying thing in my life so now where's your headspace on wanting to be pregnant again because i know you want more kids yeah that's so hard so that's a lot Mm -hmm. what do you how do you feel i don't know like People have said, you forget about it and then you'll you'll just want another. But you have not forgotten. I have not. And no. my pregnancy wasn't easy either. Like I was throwing up my entire pregnancy and just had all the symptoms you can think of like yeah. you're experiencing yeah. right now. I hate it. Yeah, it's not fun. Like I actually hate it. I know. And and it's crazy how every woman is so different because some mm-hmm. thrive and they and they're love just it. Glowing and and, just- and even with birth too. Like mm-hmm. I have friends, their birth stories are so easy and just oh, he just slid right out. And I'm like, <laughs> What? I just sneezed and he was here. Yeah. I'm yeah, like, no. I had a freaking episiotomy after pushing for four Literally. hours. Like I I don't even know what that would be like. Yeah. Maybe I would like birth more if I had these easy experiences. <sighs> yeah. But that's hard if you struggle so much mm-hmm. with that intense trauma to want to put yourself through that yeah. again. It, I'm definitely like, at least I need three years. Yeah. But then Diggs is turning one next month. And I'm like, how? That went so fast. Like, I'm it not dies. prepared for like that age gap. Yeah. I don't know. And then it's like, do I do a natural birth again or do I get an epidural? But I'm then, telling you right now, you should get an epidural, girl. <laughs> I, I just have fears about everything. Oh, really? Like, so that, that scares you too? Yes. I I just get scared about putting myself in a hospital where I don't feel like I'm in control. Like at the birthing center, it was 1000% me. Like me right. and Bajan, we did that together. I feel like at a hospital, I just get scared of like interventions. Gotcha. But- and then I watch birth videos of them getting the epidural and they're just smiling and yeah. I'm just like swollen face crying. I'm like, oh, I just kind of want it. Well, and I think too, if you went to a hospital and you were, if you had Bajan be that person that's like- My this, advocate. This is yeah. our plan. This mm-hmm. is how we want it. And like stand firm in that. 1,000%. I, I think you would have a yeah. really great experience. Yeah. If you don't, 
because my personality is I'm very much like my own advocate. Like mm-hmm. I am the Karen. Like I will, <laughs> like you don't do what I want to do. Like I will say something. Yes. And so I've never had a problem with feeling like they didn't listen to you do what I want. Yeah. And both my babies needed the NICU. So like I can't even imagine what my experience would be if I yeah. didn't do it at a hospital. But I totally get that like the having the midwives being in a more mm-hmm. comfortable setting that's not so sterile and hospitally yeah. is much more comforting and like calming than being at a hospital. Oh, no, for sure. And it was like after I had like calmed down, it was like so nice. Like they just like made us food and like I mean that hospital gives you food yeah, too, of course. Food, but yeah. then um I just I honestly just loved going home. Like I just loved being in my own bed and going to sleep. And I mean, there's like pros and cons of both, like staying in the hospital, letting them take care of you. But I don't know. I think if our second came like in the next year, hospital, 1000% give me all the drugs. Yeah. But if I had like three, four, even five years to like kind of like really work through all of it, then I would probably do natural. Well, that's incredible. Yeah. I don't even know. I don't even think about it. So it's, it's not on the radar. Not at you all. you pulled a little joke when you were like, oh, yeah. It's like, no, no, no. Like, we're not. No. We're not expecting. Yeah. If it comes within the next even like two years, accident. 1,000%. Okay. <laughs> uh, so you started momhood. Mm-hmm. And you started it right after you had Diggs. Yeah. And I mean, I can assume that a big reason why you started it was because you want to have a community of mothers mm-hmm. around you. But what what was your biggest reasoning behind it? Um, I guess kind of going back to moving and then instantly dating Bajan, I do not have like a ton of like solid friends in Arizona. I feel like it's more like surface level friends. Um, and I really wanted just deep friend connections. I had amazing group of friends in Canada where it was just like, we grew up together and it was just like, we were friends. Yeah. Like that would be really hard to leave in junior year. Yeah. And so then that was just like stripped away. And then I started dating a boy and it was like, I didn't even give myself the opportunity to create friendships. Um, so that was kind of on me anyways. But when I had digs and then it was just like, my postpartum was literally terrible. I knew I needed a tribe. Yeah. And so my dad, he's a entrepreneur coach. And I just like started talking to him about like, what I wanted and he just started helping me like brainstorm what we could create and that's how momhood came to be and so it's been so fun explain to people what momhood is for those who don't know so it's worldwide group of moms um we have moms in Utah Arizona California Maryland and Canada I think that's like kind of where everyone is and we have bi-weekly zoom calls the first zoom call of the month we have a guest speaker come and speak to us second zoom call of the month we have a topic that we just discuss whether that's like breastfeeding baby led weaning just whatever the topic is that we discuss get our opinions on for each other help each other out that way and then we have monthly events um all of them so far have been in arizona just because that's where Where i I am yeah so we did like a galentine's we did a momhood launch and had like vendors and everyone come and it's been so fun like just meeting so many women that i didn't even know existed in arizona how can women be a part of momhood um 
we have like my website is just momhood at tia wait what is it gosh tia b boyd tia b boyd.com slash momhood is where um you sign up it's seven dollars a month that goes everything goes back into momhood it goes back into our events and getting speakers to come speak to us and so anyways we had moms who are in utah wanting to go to an event and so that's why we're doing one here yeah, this weekend we're throwing one this weekend so Saturday. excited yeah yeah and i'm so excited to go what what's going to be i know what's going to be there but let's yeah. tell everybody what's going to be there so we're doing vendors again that we did in arizona so there's going to be piercings permanent jewelry botox is botox and disport the same thing i love that you said disport this time because I, I said diceport diceport and i yes. was dying i was, I was like, like i do not know if i'm, I'm saying like, that she's right so cute because she's not a vain <laughs> draper mom that knows disport and botox like to a t um they're the same thing they're just a little bit different okay. i prefer disport some people prefer botox it's like personal preference okay it does the same thing it freezes the same muscles but some just last longer on others cool but yeah so that's there and lip filler is also there we have a cute little boutique shop isla grove is going to be there and then guest speakers do you have like a drum roll oh i i I don't know if i i should have a drum roll but i have a let's see (laughs) that's that one (laughs) not it i should really label these you know what i don't think i have a drum roll this is the drum roll that's and that's our not drum really roll. a drum roll. And our guest speakers is Josie Van Dyke Me. and Layla Wessel. And for those who haven't listened, Layla Wessel has a weekly trash episode that we did right before Christmas. Mm-hmm. If you guys want to listen to it, listen to it. But I'm so excited. Yeah, it's going to be so fun. So we have those vendors and then you guys will be speaking. It's at the Birdhouse Studios in West Jordan. And I'm just seriously so stoked. Um, for anyone who might be going that is wondering... Do we need to eat before we come? Yes. We, I had been trying to get a food truck and it just didn't work out. It's hard with like the licensing and stuff. Yeah. There's a little, like there's restaurants around the area, but yes, eat before you come and then yeah, just come and hang out. I'm so excited. And I feel like a lot of people are going to want to join momhood after this. I hope so. Because (laughs) it is, it is so cool to have a place where you can talk mom mm-hmm. stuff but also like kind of escape motherhood at the same time yeah. and just talk about everything yeah and that's what honestly has been one of my favorite parts about it like we have these events and it gets like when the events get more intimate like it's not like a big event like this when yeah. it's just like at someone's house and we're all just like hanging out it's like laughing crying relating bonding and it has been the best thing that has happened to me. I always say like I started momhood for such a selfish reason reason because I needed this group of women. And now it's just like, no, like there's a lot of us that need this. Yeah. Every like you need each other. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So it's been awesome. Well, I love that. Do you have any big goals for momhood? Like where um, do you see it going? What would you want to see it looking oh like? Oh my gosh. I have like so many dreams for it. We have an annual retreat that we're currently planning that it's going to be just like up north in Arizona, but I would just love the retreats to just be like crazy places. Like even not as crazy, like, but like Hawaii, have like everyone go to Hawaii or I don't know, even just like a beach house in California. But like, if we could go somewhere like, I don't even know, like Mexico even, I don't know, just like a retreat that's so fun for all of the moms from all the different states to come and meet each other. Yeah. Because right now it's like the Arizona moms have each other, the Utah moms have each other, but 
for us to all get together for everyone to meet everyone i would love that and so goals right now i would just want to keep doing events where everyone's at instead of like all of them in arizona right kind of move where everyone is would be what i would want to do that's so cool i love Mm -hmm. that you started that what goals do you have for yourself personally oh right now just like I mean, Diggs is one next month and I still feel like I'm dealing with postpartum depression, anxiety. And so probably goals for myself is just continuing to work through that to try and like, I don't know, just get through that. Yeah. Do you, and you said you're on the medication, you've done EMR. Do you just feel like it's like you're still kind of drowning a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. I feel just stuck. Like, I don't know what it is because I go to therapy. I I need to up the drugs, honestly, but I totally, I saw a TikTok that someone posted saying like, it takes two years for a mom to fully feel like herself after having a baby. And I don't know if this is true, but I'm kind of holding on to that because it's been a year and I do feel like I am like better than I was when he was first born, but I have a long way to go for sure. Well, I feel like getting hobbies is a big thing. Yes. And you do have a lot of hobbies. Oh, I mean, you have momhood, you have puppies, you just, yes. you're breeding Bernadoodle. Bernadoodles? Mm-hmm. Bernadoodles? Bernadoodles? Yeah, Bernadoodles. Like, it's not like you just sit on your butt all no. day. So it's interesting that you still feel that way yeah. because usually if you kind of distract yourself mm-hmm. and you have these hobbies, you find yourself again. That's what I'm saying. Like, I have no idea. Like, I've always wanted to do photography. So I've started to do photography thinking like, okay, that'll help me. And like, they, it does help. But then at the same time, I'm like, no, like I'm still having like major anxiety attacks and like still just feeling like I'm drowning. Do you think maybe it's because you have too many hobbies? See, that's what I've also like thought about as well. But then when I'm not doing things, I'm just depressed. And I'm just like, wow, I'm not doing anything. And so I don't even know. No, yeah, definitely. I definitely feel that. I feel that. See, I've been on my meds for, oh my gosh, 10 years. So I don't even really know what life is like without Mm -hmm. them. But I will say meds are kind of like a Band-Aid, right? Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't fix the internal problem. Yeah, It's not like if you have a headache and you take Advil and then your headache goes away and then you don't have a headache anymore. Mm -hmm it it's still there like you still have depression yeah. and anxiety and yeah. all those things with a med but it's nice if you can get it to the point where you don't notice you have those issues mm-hmm. and while you're working through it then do therapy yeah is very helpful whereas if you're you still feel all those anxiety anxiety feelings and depression and your meds aren't really doing what they're supposed oh, to be doing yeah it's hard for you to feel like there's a light on the end, uh, of, the the end of the tunnel yeah and i feel like that's just like barely barely happening like i i can see like i'm gonna get out of this whereas before it was like this is like gonna be the rest of my life feeling like this now i'm feeling like okay i'm gonna get there which i didn't feel like for the longest time that's progress that's good that's really good i feel bad for my husband because like in high school oh my gosh i was the most outgoing psychopath girl you could like I was just like the life of the party. And then we got, I actually dropped out of college because of my anxiety and depression and mental health. I had to go home. And just from dating in high school to now, like I'm just so different mental health. What triggered it before babies? 
What made you have to drop out? So I was diagnosed with depression and anxiety when I was 18, right before I went on my mission. And I've just been dealing with it ever since. But when Bajan and I got married, it was getting so much better. Like I was like thriving. And then it was just like postpartum hit again. And now I'm just like, how was it on your mission? Hard. Every day I wanted to go home. It sucked. Really? But I think it was like two transfers after I was out. They introduced the like calling home. Okay. And so I was able to call my mom like every week and I just talked to her for like six hours a day, like not a day, but on P days. But yeah, just, and that's what kept me out. Isn't it crazy that that just happened a couple of years ago? Yeah. For those who don't know, like missions, I feel like I talk about this a lot, but it's when you go out and you preach the church in different parts of the world. And back in the day, you didn't have a phone. You couldn't talk. You had to write letters. Yeah. There was no emails. Nothing. It was letters. <laughs> and you could only talk to your family on Christmas and Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I went into the MTC right before Christmas. And so in the MTC, I got to call home. And then I was like, wow, not until Mother's Day? Like, this sucks. Yeah. I can't believe that that mm-hmm. was a thing. But now it is. And it's. I feel like it's helped missionaries so much, honestly. Like, I seriously would not have been able to stay out if I couldn't have done that. Totally. But, but then there's also that that mix of now they have missionaries on social media mm-hmm. and social media is like of the devil. Like, <laughs> No, I saw is, a missionary on TikTok yeah. the other day. I was like, whoa. I'm like, it is so easy to get access to porn yep. or honestly, just like things that don't really bring the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit into your day-to-day <laughs> life. And as a missionary, that is your whole purpose is yeah. to preach the gospel. Like mm-hmm. you're basically a nun to or bring a pastor. people to Christ. Yeah. And like, then if you're you looking at that so stuff. wholesome, so wholesome. And it's very easy to not be wholesome yep. when you're involved in social media. So I'm curious to see how the church goes about it throughout the years. Yeah. So my mission was a pilot mission for Instagram. Okay. And I think I had it for nine months of my mission and then they cut it. They're like, just kidding. Yeah because of that reason but it's hard because that's life now like life is social media that's such a big part of how we communicate and how we get things out there and when you're trying to grow your business or spread the gospel you need your instagram and your tiktok no this it's i'm i'm very this is kind of off topic but i'm very curious to see what happens with the church with social media no me too because it's so much easier for people to spread information, misinformation, yep. personal stories, good and bad. And it's it's going to be interesting to see what it's well, like. There's been so many times where it's just like Mormonism is trending on TikTok, like the terrible stories yeah. and like just bashing it. And yeah, it, it's it, just interesting. Because before, if, if things ever happened that maybe didn't put the church in a great light, it's where are you going to find it? Yeah, exactly. The newspaper? Well, they're probably going to make sure the newspaper doesn't post it. First of all, they're going to say, hey, can we keep this on the down yeah. especially Desert First News or whatever? Uh-huh. They're not going to be posting anything bad about the church. And then also, you know, you have hearsay. So it's like, oh, my neighbor said that my neighbor na- and there's no yeah. facts. But now it's just. But now if you want to if you want to say anything, you can get it to millions and millions mm-hmm. of people in seconds, yep. which is a great thing and also a really scary thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious to see what it's like in like 10 oh, years. for sure. What it'll be like for missionaries, for members, just for the church in general. That was my little side tangent. No, I church. love it. <laughs> but I was talking about with a friend just the other day. I'm like, what's going to happen? Yeah. It's weird. It'll be interesting for sure. When you see missionaries like doing TikTok dances and you're like, what is happening? <laughs> what is happening right now? 
It's crazy. Well, I'm so grateful that you came and I'm oh, sending you. all the good vibes that you're able no, to I appreciate figure that. out, you know, your mental health because being a mom and struggling with mental health issues mm-hmm. is really, really hard. Yeah. And so many women are going through it right now that are listening. So if you're listening, no, you're not alone. No, seriously, you are not. Alone. You're not crazy. You're doing the best you can mm-hmm. and you're a great mom. You're a great mom. You are a great mom. No, I appreciate that Good. because like, honestly, like we don't hear it enough. No. Like you don't hear it enough, especially like if your kid's like one, they can't even say like, mom, you're doing good. Yeah. And so thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Bentley told me she hated me yesterday. So <laughs> she will go. Her specific words were, she said, mommy, I love daddy and Tori. Her Tori is her babysitter and nobody loves you. Oh my gosh. And I said, that's not very nice. And she goes, well, Brooks loves you, but that's it. And I was like, you're a brat. How old is she? She's four going on 15. Like (laughs) she is, she's my mini me. I was so mean to my mom. I told my mom I wanted her to die when I was like six. I'm, I literally gave birth to mini spawn of Satan, which is me. (laughs) So I'm in for it. And I keep telling Caleb, I'm like, I don't want to have that dynamic where She's a daddy's girl and you guys get along so well. And then the boys mm-hmm. and me are super close. Mm-hmm. I want us all, all to, to be super vibe, close. Yeah. But she is really putting <laughs> a pin in that plan and like will not accept me. Oh, <laughs> like she's, I know she loves me, but she is, she's mean. She's mean to me. That's and I'll, I'll try to kiss her. And I did the same thing. She's like, no, I did the exact same thing to my mom. My mom would drop me off at preschool and she would try to give me a kiss. and be like, do not kiss me. Do not touch me. Just buckle Dead. me in my seat. And my little girl, Bentley Rose, I go to give her a kiss. Don't kiss me. Ew, that's gross. And I'm like, you that are That is four. funny. Everyone else is like, mom, mommy. And she's like, don't kiss me. Her personality is just. And then Brooks just like wants me to be loving Aww. on him all the time. So like, how do I not have a yeah, favorite? Yeah, seriously. Like, how can you not? How can I not be like, yeah, I love Brooks because he loves me <laughs> and you are mean to me all and the you time. tell me you hate me. You tell me you hate me. You're four years old whatever it's fine i'll get over it well she'll love me at some point um but are you ready for personal trash yes today's trash is sponsored by minky couture we know i love a good minky couture blanket the huggy blanket is by far my favorite and they are the best gift best baby gift best mother's day gift if you're looking for something to give your mom for mother's day minky couture is where it's at Get her one of those big, comfy, snuggle blankets. Tell her you love her. Maybe throw in some slippers. Get her a nice robe. She deserves a nap, okay? All mothers deserve a nap. And Miki Couture can help you have the best nap you've ever freaking had. So use code WEEKLYTRASH45 for 45% off your Miki Couture blanket. And know that you're supporting Weekly Trash with every purchase. And I love you so much. Okay, personal trash. Okay, wait. Minky, literally the best. The best. This is Minky. That's I, Minky. That's digs like baby blanket that he has like with him all the time and i love it they're so soft they're so comfy and the hugs i always talk about the huggy hugs blanket version mm-hmm. of the, that they have hands down the best yeah, one i love them they're the best they're the best what happened to you this week okay i also wrote them in my notes because mom brain no you gotta like, have your notes um but you mentioned the puppies we had yeah we have puppies, the puppies and i love them so much how many are there eight there's eight and i do not want to give any of them up like so do you have do you own the mom and the dad no we own the mom the stud is in uh murray okay we brought oh yeah we brought ivy up to murray to breed them 
and yeah, I'm obsessed with them. We're doing a huge, like a whole program with them to help them become like ESA and therapy dogs. We, we didn't just want to breed to breed. Yeah. We wanted to breed with purpose and just with like mental health, like right yeah. now with us, we're like, well, let's breed them to help them become emotional support animals or therapy dogs. And so we're taking them through a program to help them do that. So. Do you have the Bernese or do you have the poodle? So they're multi-gen, which okay. means both mom and dad were Bernie doodles. Okay. So they're just multi-gen Bernie doodles. And how big are they going to get? They're minis. So 20 to 50 pounds. Okay. Cute. Oh, but yeah, I'm obsessed. See, my dogs, my, my trigger, he's a stud. Mm-hmm. And his my his son Snoop is our other dog. Oh, they're they're like, father and son. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. That's so cute. Yeah. We did we didn't breed to sell. We breeded because we want another dog. Yep, <laughs> and we didn't want to pay for. It. Yep, <laughs> and she only had four puppies, and we all everyone that was involved just kept. The I puppy. love that. We were like, we want a cute dog, yep. but we don't want to pay. Your dogs are cute. Dogs. They're big. They're massive and i people are probably sick of me talking about it because i'm like they're are they here yeah they were just sitting out okay on the deck. i want to see them oh, they snoop will attack you with love <laughs> trigger will be a little he'll he'll have to sniff you off yeah. a little bit and be like is she friend or foe yeah. we don't know but they they're fun they're fun but the bigger the dog the bigger the shits yeah the, the bigger, bigger the hair the more food it's just I don't, I'm kind of dogged out. Like when they die, yeah. I think You're I like need a hot good. 10 years before I have another dog, but I will get a Bernie doodle because I, because my dogs are half them. Bernese mountain dog, mm-hmm. half great Pyrenees. Yeah. And I love that like fluffy yes. look and I love the coloring. Oh my god, the gosh. hair, the shedding. You're I just cannot. sick of it. Yeah. That's, I could, I can't. So you that's should. why I needed my, a Bernie doodle. My husband's hair sheds enough in our house that I'm like, I cannot More than find- you? Oh, so much more than oh me. i shed like a f- i shed more than my dog well probably. his is just like s- black and curly so it's just ev- it looks like is that common why did i feel like maybe black hair didn't shed as much well because it just stays in yeah. until he picks his hair out oh. so he'll pick his hair out in the ba- bathroom and then it looks like little pube Cubic hairs hair all everywhere? on the bathroom floor and i'm like oh my gosh like can you, you please should, do something you about should collect this it for like months and months <laughs> and just give it and months him. and then like do some cool prank with it like <laughs> while terrible. he's sleeping like put it on his like body like glue it to his body or his face but he kind of has facial hair so maybe yeah okay so my little brother he has dreads oh he and does and sometimes if one's not doing so hot it looks a little scraggly he'll cut, cut it, it off and then he'll just place it on my dad's pillow and he'll just and it looks like, like a piece of poop yes it looks terrible <laughs> <laughs> oh i hate that i hate that but yeah okay what else so yeah the dogs have been awesome but i've been trying to make um a- account yes, for I've them which i had an account for ivy for the longest time and then she had her puppies so i'm like all right I'm, i'll post the puppies on there yeah. well then it got deleted and i'm like crap that's like awesome i had all of her pictures on there that are all gone so i'm like all right i'll just make another one for the puppies got deleted like got reported or something do you get like an email from instagram saying why nothing, or anything nothing i go to log in and it says this account has been deactivated and so i'm like the heck that's so weird so then i make a third account and i'm like okay i am not even gonna mention like that they're like for sale that we're looking for homes that they're like gonna be future service dogs i'm not i'll just post picture yeah gets deactivated sounds like you have a hater honestly that's like trolling you. so yeah i don't know what to do at this point (laughs) are you scared to post on your personal page terrified like 
because that's where I would get like the most people to see them. Yeah. But I'm like that I cannot risk losing my account. Yeah, I would just die. So I don't know what we're gonna that's, do. Yeah, that's I but, mean KSL. I know. I think KSL is only Utah. Is it? It's not Arizona. What does Arizona have? Do they not have like a? They don't have anything. Like you can't post anything with dogs anywhere in Arizona. Maybe that's why. Is it illegal? Yeah, maybe. To maybe breed that's in why it keeps getting deleted. I don't know. Because anyone knows, let me know. <laughs> yeah, that's so crazy. But we have like we have three families right now that have already like put down like a deposit and stuff, and so we have what five more that we're looking for homes are you gonna keep one i think we're gonna i want to or give one to your parents so it's close by yeah well you live with them right now right yeah we live with them right now but there's one that i'm like wanting to kind of keep so your girl 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 so we'll see you're you like the girl dogs yes i just love you deal with the periods yes it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Like we live awful in a place with just tile. And so we literally let her free bleed because she really? hated the diaper. So she would free bleed. She would see that she like left a little spot and she would just clean it up. Lick it up. Lick it up. So we never let her on any furniture when she was like on in heat. But but like, does it smell like fish? Yeah, it smells terrible. <laughs> I don't let anyone come over. Like it's, it's terrible. Are you going to get her? What is it? Fixed. fixed i mean it's is it called it's not called fixed when it's a girl um it's like neutered, neutered? is it neutered i think spade one of something fixed yeah. spade neutered one of them i think if this litter goes good then we'll do one more with her gotcha but we'll see okie dokie but oh i tried a spray tan machine yes i've love never spray tan done machines. that i've only ever like gone to, to have someone spray me yeah but then i'm was going to celebrity tan like they're like you have a free spray tan in the machine and it was like right before i came here so i was super nervous yeah. but i didn't it was actually it not bad great. no it's quick it's efficient it's so fast it's on your own time yeah is it gonna be the best spray tan probably you've ever not received? no <laughs> it's not okay like don't do that for your wedding don't yeah do no that. don't do that for any like big events but it is my go-to. But if Just I'm like, like mostly like boost. clothed and I'm like not going swimming or anything, I'm yeah. like, no, it looks fine. Even when I went to Mexico, I was like, this is good enough. Yeah. Like, this is fine. No, I love a good spray tan machine. Same. But I'm fairly confident that the chemicals that I inhale in Just that terrible. Thing, especially when it's closed off, there's like no opening uh-uh. for you to breathe. It's like when it gives you the air time to like dry, I like open the door and I inhale. <laughs> I'm like, hold my breath again because it's so toxic. Uh-huh. But mama loves being tan yeah. and self-tanner to me is the biggest pain in the ass oh my you will not gosh. catch me self-tanning myself i'll do like the drops like the glow by scala drops. like on your face yeah, yeah i i use those because it's like part of my skincare routine if i like want a little bit of like color mm-hmm. but to do my whole effing body especially while pregnant no 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 but i said in this in the episode that obgyn should offer spray tans they should because you're already naked so like you're not self-conscious and they can just like hurry and spray you after Mm -hmm. like a pap smear or something because i don't want like a cute skinny fit 22 year old spray tanning my fat ass my postpartum body. no thank you yeah i'm good they're like we see this all the time don't care don't care like when i got my laser hair removal the people who were laser hair removing me hair removing <laughs> me whatever listen to weekly trash and i'm like you are now every time you listen to weekly trash you're gonna think of my asshole you're gonna think of lasering my asshole and my vagina like hey, i can't i had the worst experience with laser hair removal 
no way like i was getting it and it was my fault i was getting it done before i got pregnant and then got pregnant in the middle of treatments and then continued yeah. i it's all there so yeah i only did two treatments and it was working great and then i got pregnant so now i'm back to waxing which i love my waxing girl you did Beauty it today calls. did it yesterday yesterday i'm okay. nice and smooth i did the jelly mask which i've never done before mm-hmm. and that made a huge difference like i didn't have any like irritation like usually it's like a little tender after mm-hmm didn't have it at all the so, help with like ingrowns the mask the mask i don't think helps with ingrowns but i use the fur products and she oh, sells yeah. them at her mm-hmm. salon and those are amazing mm-hmm. i swear by it. i put them on my armpits too because like really? i get ingrowns in my armpits so they have this like oil this fur oil for please sponsor me like i love <laughs> seriously you. um but they have this oil that i put on my armpits and my vagine and it's the best that's sweet my- and then they have like little patches that you can put on if you like have like a really bad ingrown that you need to take care of i'm literally pulling an eyelash brush out of my back that was stuck to my sweater ow okay um Bajan's facial hair since it's so curly curls back in to his skin you should get the fur oil he uses it yeah and it smells good yeah it smells really good it's so, nice i like it yeah fur sponsor seriously i've tried it's fine i'll keep trying i think i think that's all except that, trash that we're moving back in with my parents and i'm just like it's what just was not- the reasoning for that we were in uh, our own place for like a year just renting and we want to buy a house, but our rent was like 2000 plus and I was just like, we're not going to be able to buy a house if we're paying someone else's yeah. mortgage. And is the so, market better in Arizona? I have than no it is idea. Because it's a little interesting here. My husband's a real estate agent. Yeah. So. Which that kind of brings me to my personal trash. Mm-hmm. Um, have you seen the houses collapsing? The oh my gosh. In Draper. My neighborhood. Like what? I will literally drive you there after this. Please. I want to see. That's terrible. I, I've had so many people and I don't, I hate being that person. Like I've had so many people, but like truly I've had so many people, which is kind of concerning that so many people know where I live, but they're like, oh my gosh, Josie, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm okay. I'm okay. I don't live next to these houses. Mm -hmm. My house is not in the same area we're in the same like neighborhood yeah but, but I'm not, not in the same area i'm not in the same area so i'm totally fine my house is not gonna fall off a cliff but for those who haven't seen there was a landslide and two houses completely sunk and fell off the side of a cliff no one was living in them right no. so they nobody's been living in them for a while okay edge bought back the one the white the white one it was like mm-hmm. a two-story house Bought back that one because they've noticed the foundation issues from the beginning. So they bought that one back. So nobody was in that one. The Rambler, they were like in the process of like working things out with Edge, but they hadn't lived there. But I know that Edge is taking care of both, both families of and making sure that everything is fine. But it's been wild. Like yeah, our neighborhood Facebook page is blowing up. Blowing up. Like people have all these opinions and there's fights and it's like crazy. It's it's kind of crazy but we're safe we're alive for those who have been concerned (laughs) my house is stable i can't even imagine being Uh -uh. one of those people like my heart goes out to them if all of a sudden like your house is gone like gone like you guys look it up on tiktok it is gone well i saw another tiktok of this house i'm pretty sure it was in utah all of a sudden it literally just blew up on the side of their house like inside of their i'll have to oh yes 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 that was in davis county it was it was a townhome. I think that had to do with gas, like a fire. Yeah, it's just thing. like the whole entire side of the house. Yes, I saw that. Up. I saw that. Yeah, no, 
it's been it's been kind of wild with the houses around here um it was my anniversary yes on saturday and or no sunday it was sunday saturday we were gonna go to dinner but i woke up with the worst stomach bug i think i get stomach bugs more than anyone else like no. i am always the girl that's like yeah my i was tongue. shitting and throwing up at the same time like that is <laughs> put that on my tombstone my gravestone like that is literally me to a t i've always had stomach issues growing up and they just don't go away but i don't have like ibs or mm-hmm. anything like that i don't know what's wrong with me but catch me on the toilet with a garbage can throwing up and shitting without fail that was me saturday so i was like we need to cancel did it get worse when you're pregnant or that's just all the time all the time all the time. It's actually not even as bad pregnant. Really? The only thing that sucks is having a big tummy and, and like hunching over mm-hmm. and dealing with it. But it's always the same. Mm-hmm. So I ended up going to dinner on Sunday. And what do people talk about when they've been married for seven years at dinner? Like we we were like, okay, do we play hangman? Like what what do we do now? <laughs> so I started scrolling on my flow app, which is like the app that tells you like how far along your baby is and yada yada. Mm-hmm. Because literally there was nothing to talk about. And so I'm like, okay, let's look at this uh, article about bump-friendly sex positions. And I thought I'd share some with you guys. So um, they, one of them – here, let me pull this up really quick. Okay. The one that I just feel like needs the most attention and the one that got the most attention from me and my husband, it's called The No Sex Sex. And I was like, this seems like a good one. And it says, it goes without saying, there may be times when you don't feel like having sex, but the Dr. Rolo notes that it doesn't have to mean intimacy is off the agenda. It could be really fun to just explore each other's areas and have your partner touch you all over your body and see what areas feel different than how they felt before. Like, yeah, come touch this saggy skin above my (laughs) vagina. Does that feel different than it did before? Um, You could also try showering together, cuddling, spooning, combining each other's hair and massage. Bonus, all these activities release oxytocin and chill the hormones out. So now me and my husband always joke. And I'm like, do you want to have no No sex sex? sex? (laughs) That was in the app? Yeah, it was in the app. No sex sex. So that's what we did that night. We had no sex sex, which I just tickled his back and he tickled mine. And that was our no sex sex. Honestly, that's so nice though. (laughs) Like I, I just find it so funny that like they, instead of just being like, just don't have sex, it's no No sex sex. sex. (laughs) And they have to like literally write it down. But the best is touch different parts of your body and see how they feel different than they did before. Like that's actually what I'm avoiding. Like, please don't, seriously, please, please don't, don't touch look at me my there. body right now. Like, I don't like that. Like you, my nipples are different colors now. Like, don't, <laughs> please don't touch anything. <laughs> Stay away from me. Okay. So do you guys have like the seven year itch yet? No, I, everyone talks about that and I, I don't know what it is, but we just not don't have that. Yeah. I feel like sex has gotten better for us as we've been mm-hmm. married like every year because we start to figure out what we like more and what feels better and all that. So I'm like very confident that like we're good. Mm-hmm. I want to have sex with my husband right now because he's so hot right now. And like just like as I'm getting fatter, he's getting healthier. And I'm like, Ugh, you're so annoying. <laughs> and he's just such a good dad. And just like he's just been like the mm-hmm. best husband these past this past year and i'm like i want to do you so bad but i don't want to have to 
do you like it's too much work like no sex sex every night i'll like just tickle your back which he always jokes he's like honestly when you tickle my head it gives me an orgasm so like it's fine like those fingernails (gasps) and that scalp like he's good but i really i really don't think we're gonna have i think maybe we'll have like an eight-year itch but like i think the seven right now it's good yeah because i'm very much looking forward to when i'm six weeks post and i can have like sex the way we Mm -hmm. used to which I've never felt that way before. I've never been like, oh, I can't wait to have yeah. sex after I'm pregnant. But with this pregnancy, I'm like, like oh I'm my gosh, good. I cannot wait to just not have this giant bump taking up so much space where there could be friction and and attraction. You know, sex when I was pregnant was my favorite. Really? Yes. Like by far, my favorite was sex while pregnant. And I think part of it was we had nothing to worry about. Like I was already pregnant. So because... Did you guys do birth control? What did you do before? We've done nothing. Nothing ever. We went like pull out method before. Oh, the pull and pray. Yes. And then now we use condoms. But I mean, I don't even know how reliable See, that is. We use condoms. That's why Caleb's going to get snipped. Yeah. Because I'm like, I don't want to deal with this anymore. But like condoms, like we've had to like trial and error so many because every time we would use a condom, I would get a yeast infection. Like every time. And I think it's like I might be sensitive to latex. I am too. Or something. But not using condoms, just being pregnant, just not Going having to pull it. out. That was just the best. Yeah. I can imagine because yeah. that really is the best. So now it's just like condoms and it's like, like, ugh. It kind of kills the mood. It does. Too. And then you're like, do we just do, we just do it? Which kind of like... It gets you back into that, this is naughty, we shouldn't right? be doing this, which kind of makes I'm it like, sexier, but then there's a pregnancy on the line. And I'm like, that is not happening. Yeah, like we're not, no we're not risking it for the biscuit, okay? Yep. But sometimes you just have a little hiccup here and there, and you're like, am I pregnant? Am I pregnant? Like, Literally. But I always think I'm pregnant. Oh, every every month. I could. Caleb could be snipped. No, actually, when Caleb gets snipped, I will still think I'm pregnant every single month. Like, without fail, I'll be like, okay, we're the 1%. We're the 1%. I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. So, after this baby? I don't see... I I always told myself four. Mm -hmm. And I would love for this to be it because I feel very worn out. Yeah. But I also have to remember I'm pregnant. Mm -hmm. So, I won't feel like this after. But my mental health with my last pregnancy wasn't great. Mm -hmm. So, I'm just like... I want this to be it, but I know I always told myself four. Yeah. So I'm giving myself a 10% chance that I will have one more. 10%. 10% chance I'll have one more. I'm going to let this baby come out and I'm hoping that God gives me some confirmation that yes or this no, is it. Kind of, yeah. This is your last. You're good. And so 10% chance that okay. I have one more, which isn't very high. But it's so there. It's there just in case. Yeah. Giving a little wiggle room. But I want to, I don't know, I maybe I'm just selfish. I want to enjoy my three kids mm-hmm. and I also want to enjoy myself. Like yeah. I, I loved the phase I was in when I started this podcast because my kids were in their schedule. They were a little bit older and I felt like I was getting myself back again mm-hmm. and I felt confident and I felt beautiful and all those things that when you're pregnant, sometimes you don't feel. Yeah. And so I look back on like a year ago and I'm like, dang, like I loved that phase and I would love to get back to that phase mm-hmm. and just know that I'm never going to have to be pregnant again. So I don't know. We will see. It's back and forth. We will yeah. see. Um, let's see. The other only thing I I did was, did, have you watched American Manhunt on Netflix about mm-hmm. the Boston Marathon oh, bombing? Oh, 
my cousin just told me in Bajan about that. So we started watching it. We could not get through the first episode. We were watching it at night and I'm like, I can't. Well, the first episode shows like the graphic after yeah. of, like scene and there's children and people and that's yeah. super hard to see. I would say the second episode. Way better. The second and I mean, third episode can't had really you on better, your toes. But yeah. I had no idea that the catching of these two brothers was so intense. Was so intense. It is wild it's like something off of a movie really like they show them like catching them and like like they literally were fight like fire ammo fighting in neighborhoods it's crazy you should okay finish we'll it. finish it it you was just so it. intense i couldn't i could not believe that this is real life and i told caleb i was like i don't remember it being this crazy but caleb was on his mission when it happened oh. so he was like i really? he's like i don't know yeah but I do not recall, maybe it's because I don't live in Boston. So like my news outlets weren't going insane, mm-hmm. but crazy, 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 crazy. So that was my personal trash. Wait, you have one more. Do I? It's been a year. Oh, it's been a year since I posted that I was starting the podcast. Like, that's awesome. You know, my first, my one year, I'm like, what? what other You're like, wait, no. <laughs> I'm like, what do you know that I don't? My one year of podcasting will be May. It's 4th. coming up. Yeah, yeah. Which my next guest is going to be May third on Wednesday. So then, like May fourth, I can like make like a big deal about That's it. That's so exciting, though. But yeah, it's crazy. I I'll let you talk more about it on that one. But I'm just like so impressed no. and like I proud honestly of you. it flew by. But at the really? same time, it feels like I've been doing this forever. Like I can't remember life before this. Mm-hmm. And I don't think my kids can either because even Bella yeah. is like, mommy, are you podcasting today? Oh. Like she loves it. And whenever I finish, because when I podcast, Caleb takes them to go do an activity uh-huh. and then they come home and the first thing they do is they run down here and they're like, mommy, mommy. Aww. And they, they both sit in these chairs and they just love it. That's so and cute. I love that Bentley gets to see me do this mm-hmm. because me and Bentley are so similar. And I know she's only four, but I see so much of myself in her. Yeah. And growing up, I was always like the loud, the, you know, putting on yep. the show for everybody. And sometimes I felt like I had to quiet myself down for other people or not be as crazy and blunt. And I want her to know that she can be herself yeah. and like do something. And with you're it. like instilling dreams in her. Like yeah. seeing mommy do this. Yeah. Like I want to do that. Like that's so, so It's awesome. been really cool. Like today I was looking at merch because I'm making more merch. And she was like, oh, is that for, is that your podcast shirt for weekly trash? And I'm like. Oh, it's just so crazy how they notice these things yeah. and they see these things. And it's, yeah, it's been really cool. So yeah, one year's coming up, but it's been a year since I announced. And that's awesome. I remember the day I announced and just being like, so excited, like yeah. so excited and kind of in denial thinking, oh my gosh, like this is, this is such a big deal. And looking back, I have like 50 followers. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well I listened to your first of talking to the yeah, wall, to wall just today and you're like i'll do it for a year and then if no one's listening i'm like she has like half of america listening it, to it's her it's so crazy it's just so crazy to think about like sometimes i'm like i need to pinch myself because i don't feel like this is like real because mm-hmm. when i'm talking to you i forget that thousands of people will listen to this yeah. after because you don't see them like mm-hmm. it's not it's not like Oh, I know exactly who you are. It's not like on Instagram where you can see who or looks you at your see, Instagram yeah, stories. See like, who likes it. Yeah, and, like I have mm-hmm. no idea. And so to think back when I first started and knowing that the people listening were people I knew, like 
it was like literally 50 people and it was friends or people who hated me and wanted to like make fun of me. And now it's like, I really have no yeah. idea. It's so crazy, but I'm so grateful. I think it's so cool. And I'm, I mean, I, I can't wait to see what I'm like next year. Yeah. And that's the exciting thing. And I think a lot of times we get lost in the process. Mm-hmm. We just look for the next big thing and the next big thing. And just like focusing on being, being in present, the and, building yeah. of it because this is where it's fun and it's hard. It's Mm -hmm. really hard. And there's days where emotionally, mentally you're like drained and you feel like you suck or you're not enough. But then you have these highs where like something goes your way or something works out and you're like, Oh my gosh, I did this. And instead of just immediately being like, okay, next goal, next thing, just really sitting in that. And you have such a like strong community of trashers that are just going to be here for for the entire time. They're like, the best. They're just so solid. They're my best friends. Yeah. You guys are my best friends, truly. And I tell you guys everything. Mm-hmm. And I feel like connected to you guys. And when I hear DMs of you guys asking me for advice or, or saying, okay, I heard you say this on the podcast. I'm going through this too. Yeah. Or, oh my gosh, I was dying when you said this. Like just knowing that we're friends, even though we've never mm-hmm. met. Well, I think that's like what I kind of related to with you most when i like started listening i was like i just want to meet her so so bad like the way you podcast with the no edits and just it's just there just raw filtered raw is perfect well it's that's how like that's why you have such a like solid community because it's like okay josie doesn't have to be filtered i don't have to be filtered with her i can message her and she'll be there for me like it's amazing what you've created. Well, thank you. You're nice. It's been it's been really fun and I'm I'm excited to see what it's like this I'm excited for this summer cuz this mm-hmm. summer I really want people to get to know me Yeah. cuz I won't be having the big guests on this yeah. summer. And so I really want to have all these like special people in my life like my mom, my sister, my dad, oh, my husband. That's going like, to be so I good. I want the guests to be very personal so yeah. then by the end of the summer because I know I get I get so many new listeners every week mm-hmm. that don't know who I am at all. And so I'm hoping that this summer, all these newer listeners who haven't been listening since the beginning can really understand yeah. who I am and oh. all that. So then season two of Weekly Trash, it can be just like... Get so, to know yeah, you. Yeah, it'll, it'll be so much more personal because they know me from the mm-hmm. summer. Oh, I'm excited. So I'm excited. It'll be cool. It'll be cool. It'll be also interesting doing it with the newborn. Yes, but for sure. I was, I was talking to Carly. I'm like, how like many views would we get if I'm like breastfeeding while <laughs> while podcasting? Like, I that would go viral. That'd uh-huh. be great. People would love it. So who knows? Maybe you'll see my tit on YouTube. Oh, I'm excited. This will be good. Um, okay, pop culture trash. I just added this because it happened today. But the king of trash TV, truly. I think there's nothing trashier than the Jerry Springer show. Jerry Springer has died at age 79. I didn't even know that. Yeah, it just came out today. He um, he always hosted the the talk show, the Jerry Springer show, where you'd have like the people like, you're not the mm-hmm. father. And then they would like <laughs> get super excited. Um, but he was suffering from cancer. And I didn't even know that. But he was suffering from cancer and he passed away. So rest in peace, Jerry Springer. You... Uh, you brought a lot of trash to television and Facts. we appreciate it. Um, the Morgan Wallen scandal. Are you a Morgan Wallen fan? Yes, I am so shook. Okay, so for those who don't know, Morgan Wallen had a concert and last minute, it was in Mississippi. The openers had gone on. People had been there. It was right when he was about to come on stage 
And all of a sudden this pops up on the screen and it says, where did the picture go? Oh gosh. Why is it that my thing always loses the picture? Okay. Well, it, I can't find the picture, but basically what it says is that Morgan Wallen has lost his voice and he no longer can perform on stage and that the show is canceled and that all tickets will be refunded literally when he's supposed to come on stage. It's just the fact that the openers had already gone. Yeah. Like, like, okay, here's what it said. It said, ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately Morgan has lost his voice and is unable to perform tonight. Therefore tonight's show has been canceled. Please make your way safely to the stadium exits. Refunds for tonight's event will be available at point of purchase. Can you imagine you are so excited. Like you've already listened to the openers. You're a lot of the people there are drunk because like they got their beers and mm-hmm. it's a country music concert. They're, they're ready for a show. They bought their $70 sweatshirt merch for Morgan Wallen. <gasps> and then you see that and what I, I would be pissed. Well, also the fact that some of them drove so far. Yeah. I saw one girl. She was like, we drove 11 hours to be here. Yeah. I'm like, Oh so my gosh. a fan then tried to sue him, yes. but it just came out today that she dropped the lawsuit, which I wonder like what made her change her mm-hmm. mind if like the Morgan Wallen team reached out and like paid her off or whatever. But the problem with him saying, well, there's a lot of problems here. The first problem is when he's like, we're going to refund at point of purchase. Okay. Well, the people who bought from like just the people out on the streets or like StubHub, like if you didn't buy from Ticketmaster, mm-hmm. you're not getting a refund. So that really doesn't help anything. Second, if it was his voice, you know you have no voice the morning of. Okay, I've heard. So there's the rumors yeah. that he was too drunk uh-huh. to perform and he got carried out on an ambulance. And that's like the real reasoning. Do you think? And I totally think that's true. I feel like he's very open about like the fact that he has an addiction to alcohol yeah. and he's trying to be sober, but also he still drinks. And like he's... He's kind of a mess. He's like the bad boy mm-hmm. of country music. He always he always has some little scandal attached to him. And I don't I think he has so much fame. I always said he's like the Justin Bieber of country of music. Country, yeah. Like Justin Bieber, once he got really big, you know, you start to spiral a little bit. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have people that are keeping you humble and like grounding you, it's really hard when you you think you own the world. Like you think you can do anything. And you don't really have anybody like humbling you. And then you add alcohol or drugs to the mix and it's bad. It's really bad. Because I even saw, I'm trying to remember who it was, but he, country singer, came on stage. Luke Combs. Yeah. So yes, there was a TikTok that came out saying that, Morgan, you should have done what Luke Combs did. Because what he did is he came out on stage and he was like, you guys, I need to be honest with you. My voice is gone. I performed here last night. Mm -hmm. This is my second show. My voice is gone. I don't feel like I'm going to be able to sing the way you guys deserve. So I'm going to refund your tickets, but I'm still going to perform at the best of my ability. I just don't feel like it's worth you guys spending your money, which is just such an honorable thing to do. But Luke Holmes is also very honest about the fact that he doesn't do this for money. Yeah. Like this is his passion. Yeah. Morgan Wallen loves money and fame. Mm-hmm. And that's where him and Luke are different. But I just don't think this had to do with Morgan's no, voice. At I don't all. either. At all. His repu- his reputation does not make it seem like this would be the truth. Yeah. At all. <laughs> so 
We'll see. He canceled also some following shows and people are like, well, if he did that, then it really must be his voice. And I truly think his publicist was it's like, just for show. we need to make this look legit. Yeah. So we're going to cancel some more shows. You're going to lose more money, but that's what you get for being an asshole and yep. getting too shit faced to perform. Yep. I so, agree. Morgan, you're in trouble. Um, the queen of TikTok right now. Sophia Ritchie marries Elliot Grange in front in French in France stunning literally breathtaking every detail i mean the fact that she was dating scott disick a couple of years ago and now look at her like mm-hmm. it's it's incredible it's a comeback story yeah <laughs> like i can't even picture what the kardashians are feeling right now honestly because sophia is the queen she has all the attention all the eyes are on her right now i'm like so obsessed and i think her management like took tips from emily kaiser (laughs) and we're like we're gonna do get ready with me in Uh the morning we're gonna like yeah truly she's the new tiktok it girl Mm -hmm. and i'm so happy for her um but did you notice that paris hilton every shot because nicole richie and paris hilton had their tv show and i know they're really close but I thought it was really weird in the video that Sophia posted. It's like her getting ready for her wedding. And then there's this headshot of like a beauty shot of Paris Hilton. Literally. I'm like, she's not even family. Uh-uh. What, what is happening here? It is so weird yeah, to me. Yeah, so weird. Everyone's talking about that. It was so weird. But I mean, it was a stunning event. And she had her beautiful dress that was made by Chanel. And then she had her after party dress. Mm-hmm. Which but, was so but cute. But even her dresses and outfits for just like the week. Mm-hmm. Leading up. Amazing. Amazing. And just so old money mm-hmm. classic. Like I want to throw away everything I own. I know. I'm like the opposite of old money classic. I'm like wearing pink sweatpants, <laughs> a green sweater, and a pink neon room. Like white trash. Okay. <laughs> I am trash. I am weekly trash. I love the, it. The complete opposite of old money classic vibes. But I want to be her. I want to be her so bad. Do you know who it was that was singing as she was walking down yes. the aisle? His name is. Because that was go. so good. So good. And when he said her name. Her name. Like, yeah. Sophia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a different article. Let me grab the second one. No, that was such a good mm-hmm. performance. I was like tearing up watching her dad bring her down the aisle. I was I like, know. oh my gosh. Okay, is Steven Sanchez performed Until I Found You. And he did incredible. Yeah, so good. It was chills. And the flowers, I mean, they spent over a million dollars on oh, this wedding. And easily. It's it's incredible. I I just and I, I think it's so interesting that uh, octopus pussy pussy oh, PSA comment is like there. Yeah. I'm like Oh wait, he was there? Yeah, him and Sophia are friends. I did not know so that. So he actually used to work. So her husband now uh-huh. is like in charge of um, a record label. His And he used to work at that record label. Oh, no way. That's hilarious. Yes. So he's friends with He should have performed. Oh, my gosh. Pussy PSA. <laughs> Pussy PSA. Sophia is married. <laughs> um, and she also converted to Judaism, which I think is super cool. Because mm-hmm. that's kind of their ceremony was. Yeah. I mean, if you marry someone who's Jewish, like that's kind of has to happen. You have mm-hmm. to have a Jewish wedding. 
Um, but she was, she's always been very strong Christian. So she had, she went through the whole process of converting to Jew, Jew, Judaism. And I think it's really beautiful when people convert when they're older, because they really get to understand the religion on a deeper level. I feel like when you're born into it, it's so different. You don't appreciate it. You don't really understand it. Like me personally, like, I don't think I'm going to have my kids get baptized at eight years old because they don't really know anything i don't even know anything Mm -hmm. and i'm 27 so i think it's really cool when people convert when they're older because i feel like it it makes them a better member in whatever religion they're in and that's like when me and bajan were dating i always told him like i do not want you to get baptized like for me because of me and so personally i loved that we were just totally not even talking and he decided to like no i want this in my life no i think that worked out really nice Mm -hmm. Because it didn't put any pressure on you yeah. or him. Because you always had like the temple marriage thing on the line yep. when you're dating. So yeah, I love that she did that. Um, My icon, someone who I want to be, Alex Cooper, is engaged to Matt Kaplan. I did not see this coming at all. Um, I knew she was dating someone. She had lived with somebody. But I was not expecting Matt Kaplan, who's a, produ- a very famous producer. Um. And I wasn't expecting him to look like that. No, like he's like me he's neither. Like an attractive guy, but not like she dates athletes. Yeah, like it, he's like a little kind of nerdy looking a little uh-huh. bit, but he's he's cute. Yeah, but I was just like, <laughs> wait, what? But he has a type. His ex wife looks exactly really like Alex Cooper. It is. Let me look up what her name was. What movie was she in? Let's see. Matt Kaplan's ex-wife. I should have looked this up before. Kaplan's ex-wife. Okay. Her name is Claire Holt. They were married for a year. And she's in Vampire Diaries. This girl. Oh, snap. Like, is that not just like another Alex Literally Cooper? Literally like her in another font? Literally. Dang. Yeah. So he totally has a type, but I listened to her podcast episode. It's like a video where they like show the engagement. It was so, so cute. cute. Um, but she talks about like how, when they first met and like how they like connected and she was talking about how good he is at sex and like eating her out. <laughs> and that like made me think he's hotter. I'm uh-huh. like, okay, so like he's really hot though. Yeah. Like if you guys have like good sexual chemistry, like I'm happy for you. Like mm-hmm. I see this. But at first I was like, this is kind of a weird different different vibe than I was thinking. Mm-hmm. But then when she talked about their sex life, I was like, okay. Oh, uh, makes sense. Right, yeah. This this <laughs> this hits home for me. Like, good for you. So Alex Cooper is engaged and her wedding ring is stunning. She's He's he's 39, she's 28. So there's like almost there's like an oh, 11 year ten. age gap. Yeah. But he doesn't look that like old. he's almost yeah. 40. I personally think they look more same age. Same. Yeah. Same. So very happy for my girl Alex Cooper worth 60 million dollars, living the life, same. podcasting, Spotify, all the things. Hope to be her. You um, are the next her. <laughs> no, it's funny cuz people say that like now that I do like the interviews Mm -hmm. and she started going towards interviews way before I, I mean, she's been doing this for four years. Mm -hmm. 
people, when I ask for like guest requests, they'll like send me like actual A-list celebrities. And I'm like, do you think I'm Alex Cooper? Like we do. Like what makes you think that I could get these people on my podcast? Like, I'm sorry. I'm like, like the, the knockoff version, like the one you get at Walmart, the, the really cheap one that just gets like the local influencers, not the A-list celebrities. Like what? No, I, cause you put a box out there asking like who you want to see. And then you're like, whoa, okay. I'm definitely not getting Hailey Bieber, but I'll try. Like, I love it. Who do I email for that? I'm not, I'm not quite sure. Or somebody who's like, Vanessa Hudgens would be so cool. And I'm like, yeah, yeah it would be <laughs> that would be really cool do you have her phone number like what so that is pop culture trash um the sydney sweeney stuff do you know who that is Mm-mm. i wasn't really gonna go into this because i don't feel like everyone knows who that is but if you're on tiktok and you know who sydney sweeney is from euphoria i know her from white lotus i don't watch euphoria but her and her um co-star in her next movie glenn powell have a lot of rumors going on between them because Glenn Powell's girlfriend broke up with him. They're broken up and she unfollowed Sydney Sweeney and unfollowed him. But Sydney Sweeney is engaged. So everyone's like, oh my gosh, is she going to break off her engagement? Is she going to get together with like him? What's happening? And they have all this chemistry together and all these photos and videos of them. Like they look in love. Like, yeah, the way they look at e- each other. Like it's one of those things where if neither one of them was dating someone or engaged, their publicists would a thousand percent tell them to mm-hmm. be a couple for the movie for publicity, but obviously they can't do that because they have relationships. But I would not be surprised if she breaks off her engagement and we see this ending up into something because the way that they look at each other is very sexual. Mm-hmm. It's giving Ryan Gosling and um, what's her name from uh, what's that movie? The Notebook. The Notebook. Yeah. Rachel McAdams. Uh huh. Because they dated after that. And isn't there like a video of them like kind of like flirty playing around? Or? Well, yeah. There's so many videos of them. Yeah. If you go on TikTok, it's like nonstop Sid Sweeney, Glenn Powell. They're in love. Yeah. So we shall see. Um, reality TV trash. There is none, which means it's time for Trash Topic Can. So you are going to pick a topic out of this trash can. Let's see what you got. what is your comfort food what is your comfort food oh gosh are you a foodie yes oh yes yes i i instantly know now carne asada fries okay where at filiberto's do they have that in utah is that kind of like one of like the cheaper like like the place that's open 24 hours yes type of thing yes okay me and bajan literally probably two to three times a week could you get the shits after that no how is that comfort i feel like if i ate that i would get food poisoning no yeah maybe it's not what what do you just what is comfort food no that that could totally be yeah. comfort food like it's just like we get digs to sleep it's like 10 30 and we just look at each other and he's like all right i'll go get it and it's just and is it just like the steak on top of french fries yeah with like steak cheese? on top of french fries with the cheese and sour cream okay we just like are obsessed with my it. stomach hurts just thinking it's about it. so bad but we're obsessed with it. I just feel like my, like, so we have like Guals and like Beto's. Oh, yeah. That's what we have ours. And every time I go, I immediately feel like I'm going to get food poisoning. Really? I just like don't trust it. Mm. 
understandable <laughs> i'm like so weird with meat at certain places yeah. like i will not to this day i haven't had a mcdonald's cheeseburger or chicken nugget in since i was little really like it freaks me out freaks me out oh no i so, love i just love the trash food i'm so <laughs> like my comfort food is sushi. A 25 dollar sushi roll yeah but i will say this pregnancy i haven't craved sushi at all what yeah, especially this third trimester. Like, really? Food doesn't sound good to me. I was mm. telling my husband last night, I'm like, I don't even know what I want to eat for dinner because nothing sounds good, but I know I have to eat. So I've just been having like cereal. Yeah. Because nothing sounds good. But I will say a big comfort food of mine besides sushi, but this is like also so bad for you. Oh, no. They're called chicken puff squares. Have you ever heard of uh-uh. these? So it's a crescent roll. You know okay. those like yeah. crescent rolls that you get at the grocery store. And then you mix rotisserie chicken with cream cheese oh and like did you um, post about this on tiktok or is this no something else? that was my cottage cheese okay, toast because that that's, looked that good. was good too but that's healthy healthier this is not healthy okay cream cheese rotisserie chicken and i think you do like green onion sometimes sweet onion and then like just seasoning italian seasoning and then you wrap the roll with the chicken inside mm-hmm. and then you put butter over it with breadcrumbs and you cook it oh shiz and so when it comes out it's like this yummy roll with this gooey cream cheese that chicken stuff so inside good. and then i always my mom would make it with rice and melted cheese on top oh just divine i would ask for that for my birthday every really? single year like that now freak i want it now oh my gosh <laughs> but that's like a comfort food of mine and i think they're called chicken puff squares i'm gonna find the exact name so you guys can pinterest that sounds so good because and i feel like it's kind of a utah recipe it's very like mormon yeah <laughs> like easy can feed a lot of kids yeah. but i've never heard of that cheap. before anything with crescent rolls is like a mormon recipe i swear let's see i'm going to pinterest what are they called let's see chicken crescent rolls see my thing with comfort food i don't want to make it like i just have to have it like someone else do it so everything is just saying everything that's popping up is just saying crescent croissant roll chicken things they don't have like an actual name but this is what they look like and all of it's inside. All of it's inside. Oh, that it's looks good. Delicious. It's delicious. Oh my gosh, I can't look at this. Or I'm like, gonna... <laughs> yeah, they're all they're just called crescent chicken squares. If you want to make them, they're delicious. You're welcome. No, that looks good. So yeah, both fatty foods though. We both... yeah. There you go. <laughs> Comfort food is food that's not good for you. Yep. If it was good for you, it, it would have. I mean, who wants healthy food? No, not me. Which are uh, you came and brought me candy. When you were in town. Did you? You were on like, you didn't, weren't eating the sweet, the sweet tart, tart ropes. ropes. Because my pregnancy, I haven't craved yeah. candy. But my kids ate every single Good. last bit of it. Good. So that was so <laughs> nice of you. I I feel like I go through phases where I eat the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. And then I like get sick of it. And then I stop. Yeah. But sweet tart ropes, I never got sick of them until my pregnancy. That's interesting. I don't know. This pregnancy has been weird. I don't freaking know. Do you like candy? Yeah. Yeah. I'll eat it, but I don't ever crave it. You're like more of a dessert person. Oh, I love dessert. Yeah. Chocolate, cookies, brownies. Mm -hmm. I love donuts. What is a good donut place here? We have like Bosa Donuts. See, I like a good Dunford donut. Mm -hmm. Have you ever heard of a Dunford donut? It's a Utah company, Dunford. It's a chocolate cake donut. Wait, is that what was at your party? 
No. No, those were um, donut bros. Those are like okay. the little donuts. Okay. Like you get at like a, um, a fair. Yeah. Or like a festival. Super good. Love them. But no, a done for donut is like a, it's basically like chocolate cake. And I put, I keep mine that in the fridge. good. And it's so good. It's so good. They sell them at Costco in bulk and I always walk by and I'm like, that if one. I bought this, I will eat every single one. So I can't buy this. But John says that chocolate chocolate donuts at the utah gas stations those are done for donuts. okay those ones yeah those he's like obsessed like with those 7-eleven maverick those are all done yeah. for donuts okay and the you guys should go to the done for donut bakery because it is like heaven on earth really you walk so in, good so many good donuts so good i'm not a crispy cream girl i think they taste like air and so i'm not a fan <laughs> done for donuts a thousand percent also we don't have like a I mean, they started opening. Like, I'm really sorry, good that's stuff. so relatable though. No, they they, they taste literally like taste like air. You take a bite, and it's like that it's was like what am I calories? No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, but now we're starting to get some donut places going. I know there's a few, and people are probably like screaming because they're like, "You aren't naming the one that's so popular." But I'm like, I don't freaking know. So, yeah. Well, that was weekly trash. No, that Do was. Do you feel good. good taking your trash out? Yeah. I'm, oh, I've been so excited for this. So I'm so thank excited you. you came. And I'm so excited for Saturday. Oh, it's going to be Let's so fun. Let's remind everyone again. It's at five o'clock. Yep. Five to eight at the Birdhouse Studios. Birdhouse Studios. West Jordan. Get your girls. Register online if you haven't. If you didn't register, still come. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. We the just registering like, is more for just like number wise. Yeah. It was more just so we knew how many seats to rent, like how many chairs to rent. Yeah. But It'll be fun. Free event. Come and just hang Free, out. Have fun. Come meet Josie. Come meet me. <laughs> no, I want to meet you. I want to hang out. Um, and Layla wants to hang out. And I maybe I'm so mad I'm pregnant. I would get some hella disport. But maybe I'll get some permanent jewelry. Because I already have my ears pierced multiple times. So I'm like, what can I do? I know. I'm permanent so jewelry. excited. I love permanent jewelry. I have two bracelets. They're so fun. See, I was a permanent jewelry girl before it was cool. Um, because the OG. these two bracelets right here. Are those like bangles? or These are part of my mom's like culture. So my mom's from Uruguay. Okay. And when you turn eight years old, you get these gold bands. And you grow into them. So they don't come off of me. What? You've had those since you were eight? Since I was eight years old. That is so cool. So I am the OG of permanent jewelry. Seriously, I did get mine sized a little bit bigger because I played soccer, and uh-huh. so you can't wear jewelry. Okay. So when I was you younger, just slide them off. I could slide them off. Yeah. Now, especially that I'm pregnant, they are. That is so cool. They're not coming off. And my mom has them. My sister has them. My grandma, my great grandma. Do you all have two? We all have two. Two gold bands. What? Real that gold is bands. So cool. And Bentley will get them when she turns eight. Her daughter will get them when she turns I eight. I love that. So pretty cool and I, cool. and I always was like embarrassed by it for some reason really because i was like i have these bracelets they don't come off like that's so weird and now i like i don't even notice they're there yeah honestly. it's like, just I part literally of you forget yeah. that i have these two bracelets but now i'm like everyone with their like permanent jewelry and i'm You're like, like ah, i did it first yeah like, <laughs> y'all are copying me and my mom and my grandma and all my aunts like what the heck oh that's cool so yeah, but maybe I'll get some more. Maybe I'll do like a anklet or a necklace because They're I so cute. always lose my necklaces. Or I just like buy the really cheap ones that turn green. Mm-hmm. So I should get like a nice one that will stay on me forever. Do it. All right, you guys have such a good weekend and for sure come to the party. 
Go leave a five-star review. Tell me that you love Weekly Trash because it just makes my heart so happy. Go follow Tia Boyd on TikTok and Instagram. But what's your actual handle? So Instagram is Tia B. Boyd, like two Bs. And then TikTok is Bajan and Tia. Bajan and Tia. There you go, folks. Have a wonderful weekend. And don't forget to take out your trash. Bye.